Not jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke. It's two o'clock, and you hear the trippy music. You know what time it is. It's time for some call me Tim. There it is. It's like I can never remember where that sound is. You'd think I'd remember. All right, today I am joined by Joey Vegas here in the Mutiny Radio Studios. Hey. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, we're uh so you're not you're not from Vegas. No, I am from originally Belico, California. It's I would say maybe it might be even the center of the country where it's from and it's here in San Francisco where I have been at today, but currently I am residing in the Fair area and that's down in the South Bay. Okay. Belico. Belico, yes. Never heard of a place it's, called it's a, Belico. It's a very, a very small town. They got probably one stop sign in the whole town. Wow. And they got a subway there. And what finally pushed me over the edge was to come out west was when they closed down the post office. You couldn't get no more, no more, no more mail. And so... They closed the post they closed office, down the post office in Belico, and everybody, and California. Yes, everybody had it. And if you was watching the movie Forrest Gump, that might be... You can see where Forrest Gump came from. That might be where you might kind of figure out where maybe think about what Billy Co looks like and also maybe if you've ever seen the movie Deliverance my cousin was actually was the banjo player in that movie it was no based on way. him if you if you if you heard the banjo player in in the movie Belico if you see him that was actually my my cousin little Michael so where is Belico Belico and I would say it's maybe like me being center in the center of the whole country maybe so what state is it in uh it would be located in the state of California well, then it's not in the center of the whole country because well, wouldn't the, the center country. of the whole country be Kansas? Well, wait, it might be. And myself, and like I said, myself, I, I didn't tell you, but myself, I, I've been in, and maybe it's, sometimes it sounds like maybe, maybe the boy has a brain scatter or something happened to him, but I have been participated in seven national boxing championships. And so that might be way... I tried to look up Belico. How do I spell Belico? B-A-L-L-I-C-O. You've never heard of it. It's a very small town. Belico, California. A census-designated place in Merced County, California. Yeah, it's located nine miles from Atwater. There's Snelling. There's Snelling. There's Kathy's Valley out that way. There's... Oh, okay, I see. It's yeah. right before Merced. Yeah, it's way out there. All right. It's not that far out, but okay, I gotcha. So, um, do you believe in Jesus? Yes, myself, I have been a Catholic my whole life. Really? Yes. Are you, and you consider yourself like a devout Catholic? And you I, say your Hail guess, Marys? Was it say that? You say your Hail Marys? Hail Mary, full of grace, blessed art thou among women. Yeah. And blessed is the fruit of the womb yes, Jesus. You, know you say our Father, you, yeah. you go and you. How many our fathers? When you do, when you make mistakes, what's the, la- oh. what's the last time you um, went to a priest to confess your sins? It's been about, it's been a good minute, I would say. And to say exactly the time it was, and it was, it was probably, let me see. Uh, it was, it was a while ago. When you were a kid, did you, 
did you do it like once a week? Did they force yes. you to do it once a week? You had to go. We had to go with my grandmother. We she went. didn't listen to your sins. You just went into the little thing with the with the priest guy, though, right? No, we went to we went to mass. Right. Yes. We and then mass. after you listened to the guy and you listened to the Latin and stuff, you went no. into a little room. No. No. They have a they have a special day. They have a special day is an occasion where you go in and you tell your confessions. Oh. That's the way it works. And you wait. You wait in line and then you go into the little box with the priest. Yes. Sometimes and, and, you're talking right to him too. I always thought that maybe you, they would have you walk into different rooms and he's not looking at you like you kind of see in the movies sometimes. Right, right. So yeah. you actually looked him in the face. He yes, looked you in the yes. face. <gasps> yes, because. Yeah. And what would you say? Like I masturbate. Like uh, give me well, a list like if of your. If you were confessing s- a sin, you would say something like, uh, uh, "What whatever sin it would be that that you committed, like maybe uh, when you're when is looking. masturbation a sin." I don't think so. That's like, that's like uh, one of the things you do, you know, just, I guess, to live life, you know? Right, I know, but that's the thing is if if, if you're super religious and you're specifically Catholic and then they say that masturbation is a sin and you have to go into a little room with a guy and tell him how to masturbate, that's kind of like, oh, okay. I I don't know that it is a sin. and, And for me, I wouldn't, I would not consider it a sin at all. But they do say that you might go blind and so. So what's, I, I an, what's an example? What's an example of of something that you would a, a, a sin, sin that you would confess? A sin would probably be something if you stole. Oh. If you if you if you were if you stole something, you know maybe if you if you uh, if you took a a bike off off of a, a car or some, off a, a tra- car train or something like that and it wasn't yours, or if you uh, stole a pencil at a desk or something like that, you know that might be a sin. You got you're supposed to keep your hands. Well, there's a big difference between a pencil and a bike. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like stealing a bike off the front of a bus versus taking a yeah. pencil out of someone's desk. Does the priest consider both of them equal? There's like See that? stealing is stealing in the eyes of the Lord. Doesn't yes. matter the object. And, and also, really. And also, one of the things people do forget is that the church is actually, I believe, this facilitator of a dispute between a man and a woman. We've we've had we've had a lot of discussion inside of the media, inside of the news, of about. Man and woman not being able to live together, and man attacking woman, and things of that nature. And it is the church's responsibility to to handle those disputes. Gotcha. You know that that's that's. I mean, who's? Is it the police? Is it the? Is it who? It, here's the thing. I uh, is masturbation a sin? Catholic Answer Forum says masturbation is not a sin. Ah, see. I went to confession about a half hour ago, and I'm still upset by the experience. I went to confession for the sin of masturbation. It's oh. not something I would normally discuss on these forums, but when the pe- what, but what the priest said after I confessed disturbed me deeply. Here are some of his words, the best I can remember them. I went on sabbatical recently and consulted with other priests about masturbation to discover its status as a sin. The view of masturbation has changed dramatically. It's very different from what I was taught in seminary many years ago. We don't just talk about masturbation anymore. It's part of human nature, and people cannot be held responsible for acting according to their nature. The church's position on this has changed after Vatican II. We now know that mortal sin is extremely rare. To commit mortal sin, you have to genuinely hate God. Virtually no one commits mortal sin. 
So if it's all right to act according to my nature, can I just have sex with anyone I feel lust for? Or is it an act of conjugal love outside of marriage unacceptable while a selfish act of masturbation outside of marriage is acceptable? That doesn't make a lick of sense. If we go... uh, If we go this far down the modernist road of God doesn't care what you do with your genitalia, we may as well throw out the church's entire moral teaching on sexuality. If our actions are justified by our nature, who needs God? So, masturbation isn't a mortal sin anymore. But sodomy is? I I don't know. I, every, everybody's changed on butt sex recently anyways. Like, yes, the whole been. game has changed. Everyone's like, well, you're not doing that? And I'm like, well, no. And not from any moralistic perspective or anything. I just don't think I do enough drugs and I'm too old to get into that stuff now. I don't know. Well, it's something that is maybe has been put down upon us onto a cell phone and that's all we look at uh, and you can look it up. And so maybe that is, I believe that is a big reason for the experiences or in the experimental right because of the porn yes because because it's, it's all on, on the porn now and, it's and all you can, on your cell phone yes all of it everything it's probably and i would say too, maybe too much 12 year old boys get all the porn suddenly now you turn 12 you get an iphone you get all the porn yes, not just yes. some of the isn't like victoria's secret magazine like it used to be back in our day it wasn't you know like a like a nudie mag and like yes. a still picture now it's like all the porn Yes. So, and for me, the, the does most, the Catholic Church they, do they have a problem with porn? That's another good question. I, geez, I don't know. I'm you're, you're like my you're like my the first Catholic I've had in a long time. So I'm yeah. like, what are the rules? Yeah. The the with with that, I, I think it's it's something that's been put onto us for maybe you know the last fifteen years very strongly. I believe that the company Apple is the most. <laughs> Is the most powerful, the, mo- the the greatest company in the entire world, but I do not believe they have the leader in place that will do the things possible to get the porn off the cell phone. It needs to come off the cell phone. The yeah. cell phone is an office that right. is a place of business, and when you have a place of business and serious, it's a little computer ta- taking place on that phone. Yeah, it's a little it, computer. There, there is no place for pornography on that cell phone. Yeah. Especially, I mean, for kids too. There's no, there's no place for it. I believe Apple has the ability to get it off, but they do not have the leadership in order uh-uh. to, to. And you can't take away the porn now. It's too ingrained. It's too pervasive. It's everywhere, and everyone has had access to it. And if you took it away now, they there would be an uproar. If you took it away now, it would go back into the liquor stores where you have to spend money on it. Which and wouldn't be a problem. Hey, I think that's I think yeah. that's a bummer is that all these women and men, I guess, are, are doing their, their porn stuff and it they're not getting much, paid like they used to. It has very much blurred the lines of, of what it used to be to be just a man and a woman. It just, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Or it, whatever you want to do. Hey, that's the thing. I don't give a fuck. You want to be a man and a man. You want two ladies. You want two ladies and one guy. You want two guys and a lady. I don't give a fuck. You do whatever you want to do. None of my business. I mean, I guess... Catholicism made all of these sexual acts like mortal sins with masturbation. Used to be masturbation was a mortal sin. Used to be sex out of wedlock was a mortal sin. Used to be having lustful thoughts was also I don't, I don't mortal think you sin. can control the, the, what you think. It, it's your but actions. isn't that what religion is about? Is controlling what we think? No, like, it, isn't that the purpose of Catholicism? It's controlling how you how you act 
and how you react is is what it is. And I would tell anybody, especially if you if you have been here in in either Sand City or the Fair area, you would have to see Cathedral Basilica. It's um. down there. And if you have never seen it, been inside of it, it was going to just blow your mind and just and change what you thought about the Catholic religion. And, and, and because they're good architects? About, no, because of what is inside. And w- oh, the, only way inside? I can describe, the only way I can accurately describe it is if you can remember the movie, the great movie Pulp Fiction, right? And there was a suitcase. Oh, right, remember right, right. They had a suitcase yeah, uh-huh, and, and, and the man opened it up. The, the bright, inside, yeah, it was cool. inside of the restaurant. And he opened it up and he looked inside the suitcase and everybody... <gasps> Right. They, they, what was it? What was it? There's something inside of there. That's that's what you would see. That's what you would find if you went inside that cathedral basilica. And it, for me, it took me three or four times of being in there before I actually saw it. There's so much. There is so much discovery inside of that building. Is so you, incredible. Do you, do you think that God's presence really resides in that building? Absolutely. There is wow. an eyeball. There is an eyeball on this. When you walk in and you look up to the right, there is an eyeball there. And sometimes it would it will turn from one eyeball into two. Whoa! It's right there. Yeah, it's right there on the open. Is it? Is it? Is there a camera inside it? Are they taking pictures of you? No. 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 It's not. No. Does I mean that stuff about God? Like one of the things that always tripped me out is in the Bible said that God knew the count of every hair on my head, and I'm like, but there's seven billion people on the planet. How can any being or any like entity possibly have that kind of minutia detail on there's, all of us there's something going on so you really you believe in god for realsies like you believe yes his i believe he's on he's on his way he's he's on it all the so we're coming the from from heaven and he is either coming here to put heaven on earth or we were leaving with him it is called Oumuamua it is a, a flight ship that was discovered in outer space Whoa! by by NASA and very esteemed people out of Harvard very you know very they found school. so so the so heaven really is in space there's something out there yes there is something out there and we are either coming or we are going with it huh I you know I've always thought aliens should have some kind of situations do you do do you do any drugs I smoke. I smoke weed. Smoke yes, weed. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, I've never yeah. heard about the spaceship. I've never heard about the Jesus ship. This is interesting. No. Yeah. It's called. It's called Amuamua. It was just. Amu-amu. It was two. It was two years ago. They found. I got Amuamua. You can look it up. On yeah. Facebook. I'm gonna look it up. Absolutely. Yeah. It, Amuamua is. It was. It was the size of the Empire State Building. It was a object moving, and there has been some kind of. Meet Amuamua, the first observed interstellar visitor. Telescope in Hawaii spotted something strange zooming through our solar system, and it turned out to be a visitor from beyond, unlike anything astronomers have ever seen before. All right. Yes. The first alien object to visit our solar system is a Muramura. Yes, and we have, we have been boom, we have been booming out signals into outer space, trying to connect with the outside world. This may be. A, this is a it. result of, of that, or it may be Jesus himself. A muamua, first alien ob- object to visit our solar system, is wrapped in strange organic coat, coat scientists reveal. Wow. This is crazy. But you think it's Jesus? I think it's his ship. You think I, it's so Jesus' ship? Sure. Because if we, if we know what God is, if we are, if we are certain of, of a prayer and things of that, 
this must be him there's no there's no other and if it is not him i'm going to listen to whatever it's saying when it parks up there in the sky right when it's sure and it says humans you are dumb yeah what are (laughs) what are they gonna i mean and i've always i've always contemplated that that if a god truly does exist or sort of how can we be the only thing that exists we have like we're the only like there's this one planet and we're just the right distance from the sun and we're just we're not you know we're in just the right orbit where we don't burn up and all these people live here and all these crazy animals and all these crazy fungi and like mushrooms and shit could we truly be the only things in existence I don't think I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't. I do not think so. And on its arrival, I think us as a people, we we have to be on the same page. Are we peaceful? Do we love each other? Oh, Are we peaceful. brothers and sisters? No, they're gonna kill us all. No, that's that. that they're is, gonna that murder is, us. That's something that's like, we get these motherfuckers <laughs> out of here. That's something we have to be on the same page about. Is are we? Do we love each other? Do we get along? Uh, we, no, overwhelmingly and we have, no. And we do have a lot of differences and a lot of a lot of fights and battles that we do. Yeah, and those things can be taken for care of and 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 fostered inside of a boxing ring. Oh, inside of a boxing, inside of a boxing ring. ring. All of those things. Bring it to the boxing. It, it all it falls down. It's got to fall down somewhere. Then, uh, but then it becomes who's stronger. So it's all. So all of problems in humanity can be solved in a boxing ring. Can be can devolve into who's the stronger individual that's kind of sexist is it i i don't know i don't think so. I, I mean if everything comes down to physical prowess then women are clearly at a disadvantage because if you have a problem with a dude it can't be solved in a boxing ring because our social stigmas say that men aren't allowed to hit women no yes and that's that's very is something that's very serious right and Maybe. then women or what are we gonna and then they're gonna say well you it doesn't matter in the boxing ring because you, I would, I threw the fight, so it's not real, and so then we don't get. I mean, I don't know if physical prowess. I mean, I guess if you could somehow handicap somebody, or I don't know. That, why? That, why that, do you that, that is just a pl- and that's just a place where where a lot of before it gets into people going out to start wars and sending people to hurt each other, people because you're trying to oppose their will. There's always the boxing ring before going to do that, and there's there's talk and there's discussion, and there's, well, yeah, there's negotiations. Definitely. Sure, there's, there's things that that you will give away and some things you will receive. Well, but when you're fighting, there isn't a lot of negotiating going on. There's just, no, there's just is, a lot of yes. name throwing and, and is a very, uh, is, angry, loud words. Is a, the highest skilled uh, sport or activity or something that you know that a person can do it will be inside of a boxing ring. really you think yes that? absolutely yes i believe, I believe why that. why do you think that that's the end-all be-all of sport why is that the most why is that the, the the quintessential sport that where everything can be why it's because it's because it's it's been around since before any other sports been around it's still here it's had the years during the 90s let's see one of these guys which one of these guys is going to beat up the other guy Let's just see. That's if this be that's like and a it's human not, nature not, thing. It, like, well, let's bet on it. Yeah. And so, and it is a uh, is a, a beautiful sport. It's and you know, there's a lot of talk of 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 people of uh, you know the poor. We're, we're the poor. Where how are they gonna? How will they rise up and 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 the ninety nine percent? How will we rise up? Yes, and, and a lot boxing? of it is and a lot of it is through boxing. Myself, I was 
dirt poor from Valico, California, but was able to travel the country and make friends with a lot of people because of the sport of boxing. Wow. It's one of the most beautiful sports. Did you, you know. do it in, in college? Where were you no, doing I did, all this I did, boxing? I did it as, as a young boy, you know, during start, when I got out of junior high. Okay. Uh, Bill Silva, Sam Lacrosse, and Louis Jordan were my boxing coaches growing up out there. And so, you know, and, and you know, still to this day, they're friends of mine. We lost Sammy a few years ago, but you know, he, he's, he, he, will, he will always be there in your heart, you know? So that's crazy. Because so I, I had a person on a couple of weeks ago who swore that uh, WWE was the sport of the future. Mm. Worldwide enter- entertainment wrestling. Yeah, and I, I believe that when, when they started calling it WWE is kind of when it, it, it kind of capped out. I always, my, myself, I was always, as a child, the WWF. biggest fan. Yeah. I was the biggest fan sure. of the WWF. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And when they changed the name, it just that's what did it for me. But Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan. The, yeah, the whole thing. Ro- the Rowdy Roddy Warrior. Piper. The Ultimate Warrior was was probably my favorite wrestler ever. Yeah, he was the Native American one, right? The Ultimate Warrior. I, yes, I believe so. Yeah, he was just yeah. select electric. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That's funny. Boxing. But yes. So you still box? I am. I have been out of the sport for a while now. I've I've, I've been here in trying to uh, develop a boxing program in so the city. Slowly, slowly but surely, yes. Where are you area. trying to? Where are you trying to do this? Maybe it may be here in in the city. You know, for kids or for adults? No, it's a, it, it would be what it is is, is first ever professional boxing gym. And this, oh, yes, because during just during this time of of uh, I I just do not believe that. I can probably uh, work with the public just during the time with 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 the with this uh, with some, so, so much of the accusations, you know. What what kind of accusations? With the with the uh, with the men, man and woman is has been very uh, hard oh. to work with, you know. And, oh. And it's you you you're feeling the pressure of the Me Too movement. Yes, yes, very much, very much. Uh, what, what, so what's what's happening with the Me Too movement that you're feeling like? Oh, I can't. Yeah, it, it, I can, what I can tell you is. I can only tell you what, about what I feel and what I see myself. And there was, I you know, what I can say about it is, man does not know, has stood back and does not know if woman is his true, is is his uh, his true uh, partner. I guess you can say equal. Were you gonna say equal? Not equal. Not equal. It's because woman is. Is women and man is just equal as anything else, you know. It's myself. I've never looked at woman to, to say, "Oh, I'm better than you" or this or that, because woman is so much smart and can can do the one, and the woman can do what a man can never do, and that is bring life That's into true. this world. That's and we will not right. make it. We will not make it if unless woman is bringing a lot of life in this world. Sure, it's it's one of those. Well, important it seems things. like there's a lot of women bringing a lot of life. I don't think we all need to do that. <laughs> I think the, I think the number the numbers could be up more. I think really, be, absolutely. Oh my we god, we haven't had a really baby boom, and there's a bit a little bit of. Fight. Are you talking about this country, or are you talking? I'm talking about this country. There's I'm talking, seven billion people on the planet. You don't think there's enough people? There's I think we've got more. too we many might be people. Able, we might be able to double that. Why would we want buildings. to? If you remember that show. Why would we want to double our population? That makes no sense. I mean, I know in the Bible it says be fruitful and multiply. Yes, but yes. S- seven billion? That's kind of enough multiplication. I don't see, I, I don't see it. I mean, look, I, don't, I see one or two people walking down one of the, you know, the most populated cities in the whole world. Maybe you should have more than that, you know? Wow. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not but like I was saying, I, uh, I had a roommate. This is one time was. Was. Inside was was in the front yard, 
jerking off. Wow. That's illegal. You know, and, 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 and just... In full view of everybody? Yes. It's at nighttime. Oh, oh. You say, you jerking off in front yard saying, oh, oh. Uh, oh, take care of me, take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, I was, and it's like, what has, who's responsible for this? Was he was he possessed by a demon? I know, he was on drugs. Oh, he was probably on drugs. drugs. Sure. He was probably having mental problems. That's what I was, that's yeah. what I was saying. To ask another man to do that to you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's in just. In the front yard. Yes. Oh. And that, that's just, that is, is just, it's still to this day, just, it's, there's something's got to be done. There's, there's no justice. No justice for the chronic masturbators in the front yard. Yes, I got a little bit off. (laughs) So, when did you move to the city? I've been I've been here almost three years now. And you really want to start this boxing gym? This oh yes, yes. Where? What? What neighborhood would you do it in? I'm I'm currently I'm leaning towards somewhere down there in the Ferry area. It's uh, and that would be the South Bay area. Sure, sure. Somewhere there, but. I do understand that there is uh, there's a Hunter's Point here, oh. and I've been there before, and they might have taken down the old stadium there, and so... Oh, right. Well, Candlestick Park area, is gone. And, and they have built the new Chase Center here in San Francisco. Yeah. And so, and what also what I'm thinking is you they may be able to get a temporary gaming license for the week, for fight week. And Whoa. So, and that would be something that it would be to, you know, to... The small bars here in San Francisco have a blackjack table set up for you and a craps table, maybe a roulette. Legalized gambling in California. For, this for is a, interesting. For a week. For a, for a week. For a fight week. For Legalized fight week. gambling for a fight week. For fight week. And it is, is once a, a year, once a month. Uh, it would, And that would be, that would count on how many fights we'd have. So it would probably go on schedule, you know? Right. Something like that. Are there enough people boxing? Is this Is this a sport that... That you feel like needs to be revived? Was there once a robust boxing community? Ah, uh, yes, is not and that's there a anymore? very good question. And there was. San Francisco was the capital of of all of boxing. Really? Back in in the early 1900s. Wow. There was a, a man. His name was by Sid Flaherty. is a very well known name Flaherty. in boxing. Sid Flaherty was from San Francisco, and he, him, and uh, I believe it was Bobo Olson and. Uh, May I may be wrong about this, but there was also a great middleweight champion, Freddie Apostoli. Uh-huh. He was from San Francisco. Cool. And during those times, the whole center of the universe would focus on San Francisco because this is where boxing was. And it has it has left. It has. I, I mean, I can see it being good for young kids. I could see that instead of running with gangs and being a jerk, you're you're doing like positive things for your body, being in shape, you know, working on your. You know, you're engaging with other people in the community, yes, it, although you're trying to hit them. But I mean, there's a sort of a boy camaraderie kind of thing. Like, I feel like instead of it's better than playing video games, right? It's it, better than I mean, soccer might be better, but because it's a less of a completely contact sport. But it would teach what discipline and and uh, self-esteem and uh, and you know interacting with others learning how to win learning how to lose there's a lot of game plan i mean it's i can see it being a positive for young dudes yes it is an investment in yourself as Uh. as a as a person as a as a man and for myself i am a very strong advocate of banning boxing for women oh really yes and that is because if you have been around the sport as long as i have i have heard the way other men have talked and other men have talked 
and yelled up in a, in a, in a crowded room, hit her in the stomach so she can't have babies. Woof. You know, and uh, what what about that million dollar baby movie? Wasn't that like a big boon for boxing? What about what about Ra- Ronda Rousey? That she is not a boxer. Oh, she was. She, is a, she was a uh, a UFC a UFC a, right ultimate fondling and cuddling ultimate yes. fighting champions. So it's you like, like boxing, but you don't like MMA. I do not like women's boxing. But but besides women's boxing, how do you feel about mixed martial arts? How do you think about ultimate? fighting champion and, and, and to be totally honest about that i would have to side with uh the ex-center john mccain he was he was not very fond of the mixed martial arts and i would have to i would huh. have to go i would have to agree so with him. boxing is a gentleman's sport mixed martial and it's arts not, boxing's not it's not that it's a gentleman's sport is it's the most barbaric thing that you can do that's why i don't that's why i don't believe that it's it's for women something that they should do it's because bar- men other men are going to be watching them and they get all crazy aroused in a way that isn't which is different than the male boxers no because it takes it a, gets sexualized it takes away from you mentally and i do not believe a woman oh because getting hit in the head by yes. fists makes me it, dumb it, it doesn't or it doesn't make you dumb. it makes you make mistakes <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, I guess George, be, George I guess Foreman can still read. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> he can read the cue cards for those George Foreman girls. But I think, yeah, you get hit in the head too many times. Maybe you come out like. Um, yeah, I just. And it is it is. What you got the eye tattoo? He talked like this in the eye tattoo. <laughs> Who's that guy? Bit off the ear. Oh, Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yes, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's so funny. He has a. He's in a cartoon now where mm. he voices himself, uh, and they make fun of him. So he's making fun of himself. It's brilliant. It's yeah, anything brilliant. he does, uh, you, uh, you just people just love it. Well, Everybody loves Mike Tyson so much. It did. Now the question is, did he get that face tattoo because he'd been hit in the head too many times? Uh, I think he got it because he was in prison and when he was he was reading a lot. Oh. And he was reading a lot about being a warrior, what he was, what he is. He is a warrior and 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 a you know a man that handles battles and things it's of ma- that it's nature. It's a Maori symbol. It's it's uh, it's a uh, it's a fight symbol. It's something. Wow. Don't yeah, mess with um, me. Yeah. Stay away. Face. Sure. You know that's that's what that that's what that means because that that's basically what warriors are. So it's okay for men to be warriors and to get hit in the head and get. Like what about what about football when they get those crazy brain injuries? Same uh, kind, same kind of thing as boxing. I think boxing is probably it should be. I would say worse. It would it would seem to me because the po- point is to hit the person in the head. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> there, you know there's there's give and take for everything. You know. How, have you had that feeling when somebody hits you in the head and your brain sort of rattles around in your little brain cage up there? Oh yeah, once, that's, and that's during a fight. Yes, and during a fight and during during training and things of that. And for me, it's been a long time. Last time I fought was in 2003. Oh, okay. and so I've been able I've been able to. Even when you wear the little head it. helmet thing, when you wear the little thing, mm, can yes, it and that's still hurt too. When you get hit in that, you can you can have so many of those amateur fights, you know, and you have hundreds of them. But when you fight a professional fight for the first time, it's whole different. So the difference between amateur and professional is the face guard. Yes, and it's very and it's very different. And the, and the size of the gloves also. Oh. Yes. Professional gloves are smaller. Yes, they're smaller. Oh. And your hands sometimes do not hold up. You're punching sometimes, and your hands will will break, and Oof. things will happen to your hands where you you're not able to defend yourself. Well, I mean, I know that one time my boyfriend got in a fight with uh, the cabinet and the cabinet of course won <laughs> and um he broke his he, he broke his uh he broke his hand yeah yeah with a punch that can happen i mean <laughs> yes oh no yeah it's it, it's something that's that's and usually it's the harder you punch the the uh the more times you will have hand injuries yeah oh in, in that, so in then sport. why if 
boxing is rife with injury, both getting hit in the face and hitting. Why do we do this? To make money. To, and to make a lot of it. But so sports, you think that the reason sport exists is for money? Yes. We don't just enjoy as humans watching people play games. We have to bet on it in order to make it. Yeah, and, and also the you have to bet, and but you have to think about the person who is actually who's actually doing it. He's do, make, he's usually making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. If it's something yeah. that you're paying to see. I know. That's that's why I feel so torn about horse racing because mm. I'm like the horse doesn't see any of that money, <laughs> right? Well, like you probably, I would say the horse would probably be taken care of though, right? Very but, well, he'd be very well taken care of. I think. If he's winning a race, you know. Sure. That's just Poor what I would do, I guess. But when I when I look at like, so I've you know done some horse racing, gambling, sp- mm. sport, I guess. But uh, you look at the beauty and wonderment of the horse, and you're like, oh, I think that one looks better than that one, or that one's gonna hit harder or run faster or whatever. And I mean, there's a kind of interesting objectification with boxing because you look at them. And you're like, I think you can watch them train, you can watch them fight, you can look at their history, and you kind of like look at them in an objective way, not as a person. They're like, as a, it's it's dehumanized almost. They're like a warrior now. They're a, they're. It's almost like they lose their humanity. Sometimes, I guess. I, I, but I don't think they're probably be the uh, the nicest people you've ever met. You really? Know? Yes. The, 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 and the men's that, that that have met in the sport of boxing have all been absolute professionals. They've been the best people that I've ever met in any kind of huh. activity that I've ever done. You know, there, there's they're, they're just they're they're, um, they're not as crazy as as I guess it would look. <laughs> Why do we? Why was the Rocky franchise so big? Do you like Rocky? Do you, oh, yeah, do you think yeah. that that do you think that that glorified the sport in the right in the right way, or do you think that there was any? No, yeah, it, it's it probably it was probably the most accurate movie that could be ever made about boxing. You know, really? Yes. Huh. In 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 the, everything, the training and what it all is. You know? A lot of running. I mean, it has that weird thing like with wrestling where you want to be big, but then you have to cut weight. Yeah. So that you can. But then bigger guys are fighting in lower weight classes. Yeah, and that's the reason why why San Francisco here and the whole entire Bay Area is is such a is is a boxing town is because the terrain, oh. what, what it takes to live here, is is uh, maybe you might not have the best win, but you will have you will definitely be punching with power, you know. Huh. Just from from all the from and it's just from the terrain that the, is is so up and down here and just because of the hills it's so important yes it's so huh. important that you know someone is here to training, run hills and not just run 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 walk run straight you know mm. all of it boxing you're a Catholic boxer that's yeah so and weird. I, I I've been ba- I was baptized by you know the Catholic Church and it was a funny thing is I was uh, you know back in Belico I was I was raised by the the Carlos family. You know, I, I, yeah, I've never met my father, and I didn't not find out that my name was Joey Vegas until I was about 27 years old. Wow, what did yeah. you think your name was? I was always I went by the name Joey V Garcia my whole life. Oh, okay, that's that's what was with my name. All right. And so when I was 27, I asked my mom, "What does a V stand for?" And oh. She told me. I was like, "Ah, oh, I knew it." <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, I've heard that name before, but nobody's ever said it. I mean, Joey Vegas sounds like you know, like, "Hey, you're gonna like a lounge singer, like, hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the stage, Joey Vegas." Yeah, yeah. I've been singing for I've been singing for ten years, and oh. I would say the last 
year and a half is actually start starting to sound all right. All right. You in a, are you in a band? <laughs> no, I I I, I, play, I get all the instrumentals off the internet. And then you just sing to I, them. I just boom, yes. So you're like a karaoke superstar. Karaoke, yes. Karaoke superstar. All right. <laughs> karaoke superstar. Boxer Catholic. Joey believes Higgins. in the aliens. It, 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 yes, it, a muamua. It's, a muamua. Hey, guys, it's on... The internet, so it's real, and it's even it's on CNN, which means we know it's doubly real. Amuamua, the first ever asteroid from another star, hurtling through space. And I have it now I have is a, a name. I have a picture you of it. Picture Somebody of it. knows something about it because they remo- they took down the picture, but the the picture was a drawing of what it is. Oh, here it is. Uh, they've got a, a this one. It says it's an illustration, but it mm. looks like a big, huge. It looks like a it looks like a big spaceship, honestly. Yeah, they have they have somebody knows about what is the, on the inside of it. Oh my god! There's there, because there is a master's quarters inside of that. Oh, there's a bunch of pictures of it. And there's something called a weight buoyancy that is figured out. All right. Because you know there's weightlessness in in, in outer space. Yeah. But somehow, the the Amuamua has figured out how. To balance the weight, so maybe you'll be able to walk like normal. Right. I don't know what you would eat. I don't know how you would function inside of it if if we was leaving. But Stephen Hawking joins effort to confirm. Oh wow! If a Muramura object is an alien probe. Wow, Stephen Hawking's involved. You know it's got to be real. Yeah. You so it, and it's, it's it looks kind of like a big joint, just yeah. flying through space. They say it's red color. The path of it, and it's coming down. It's going to go around the sun, and it's going to go back out. Wow, this thing is crazy. It, I mean, it does. It looks like a big, huge joint just <laughs> flying through the flying through our solar system. But we don't know where it's from. They say that it might be off a off a comet. It might be an alien ship. It might be an an, an interstellar interloper. Yes, and if it if it is the man that was once here Jesus he was not and if you understand and know the story of Jesus when he when he said he I am God and and, and I created the earth and all this he had, was put in front of every court system that was available during that time and finally they kicked him I guess to the Roman Pontius Pilate right Right? He yes. To Pontius Pilate and Pontius and he Pilate. said, he said, I don't give a fuck. You guys want to... He was like, I don't care. Do you get what you guys want to do with him? And they were like, crucify yes. him. And he washed his hands. You know, Pilate did. And oh, washed his hands of it. That's why people say, well, I washed my hands of it. Yes. Interstellar Comet, Comet Aruamura has built-in propulsion system. Yes. <sighs> there's, something, there's something going on with it. It's... It, if it I has can say, a propulsion system. If I can say something, maybe someone can figure out if if I'm telling the truth or not. But there's there was during that time that it was flying through space that I saw I saw an object flying from east to west in San in San Jose, cool. September 13th, Ooh. between six. It was, it was between six and seven o'clock. Yeah. What what was the date? Because they're saying September that September 13th, yeah, 2018. Yeah, on October 19, 2017, they saw it with Hawaii's uh, Haley Kala yes. Observatory, and they've been tracking it ever since, so it has been getting closer. Yes, it's got it's something. it's going to go around our sun. So that makes sense that when you when you saw it, it's going to curve around and, and yes, go out I here. Yes, I saw something. It was, I was not too far from that cathedral basilica. Oh, wow. And so if 
if someone and the the object went behind a a hotel room and disappeared so what it did is it made it would have had to made a sharp left turn and head down south towards Gilroy or somewhere in that area and so i do i do not know whatever became of it but there was a group of people out there and that was all salt with me too and so the suspected presence of outgassing was the smoking gun needed to prove that aurora is a comet and not an asteroid and they're saying it has a propulsion system this is crazy to me yes it, it's it, and it was changing speed as as they were following it and tracking it yeah it so was it's changing been, it's been, it was changing speed is it was it, what, what it seemed to be doing was with the and off the information i know is it was using the sun as, as right as the boomerang thing well it yes, was, as, it's as, being pulled into the gravity of the sun it was using the sun it was using around. the sun's energy to to move in order to change speed you know and asteroid aurora arrow from god strike one <laughs> yeah is it an alien spaceship or a probe uh aurora is it a hawaiian word for messenger from afar arriving yes yeah and you think it's Jesus? I That's put in, I put in, um, Jesus, Arumura, Jesus, and it, mm-hmm. it actually came out with a bunch of images. Oh wow! So I think people are making this connection as well. That yes. He's. Uh, and so, so uh, you believe in the rapture that we're going to be that the people who accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior are going to be taken up. I believe in it so much. I named my son Rapture. My son is twenty. Wow. Years old. My son is named Rapture Vegas. Wow. Yes. And so. Yes, there, there's, there, there's, there is, there is, uh, there is something coming. The, you know, it's fun. There's a, a story that was in, um, in LA that happened, uh, and a, a lady jumped out of her car in traffic because she thought that the rapture was happening, and she was like, "Take me!" But it was really just a bunch of um, inflated. Uh, sex dolls it was just a bunch of sex dolls that fell out the back of, yeah, a, yeah. of a van and she thought that she thought the rapture was happening yes and and, and, and so i, I, I and I don't, I don't mean to make women or ladies nervous also but there is also something and it's there's you know there's two main religions there is the, the, the there's Iran. more than two main religions but sure yeah, there but, are but two the, there are two <laughs> there's at least two yeah the, the, there's I'm sure there's yeah there's there's, there's a, a lot. lot yeah there is a lot are you talking there's about the, mu- there's a Muslim religion there's Christianity yeah, which are similar which come from the same God of Abraham which yeah is the and there's same be- they're both beautiful religion. bu- religions they sure. both got beautiful people and, and they're you know, both they're they're the monotheistic religions Judaism is another offshoot of that same Abrahamic Yes, God situation. And there's something in there in there that says that a man may have forty virgin wives. I think maybe that would maybe go to the Muslims, and I think on the Christian side it may maybe you have maybe one. You Why would two, anybody want one, a virgin wife? They wouldn't know what they're doing. Ah, uh, exactly right. So I think, but and we're supposed to, to live for infinity. Also, that's that's also what it says. Also is everlasting life. Right. Yeah. So so if you put everlasting life with Along with forty women, or with as many women, yeah, that, that's a, that's a whole long time. Then women you know? just to get disappointed for eternity because no man will ever be, no man would ever be able to satisfy forty women. You know what I'm saying? Men can't even satisfy one woman. Yes. They can't get it right with one lady. And you so think that with forty they're going to have that, any better luck? That's when the the master. That's when the master comes, which would be Jesus, and he would teach us how to how to live that life, I guess, or how to 
how to how to subjugate women on a larger scale how to have women as slaves to do your bidding that sounds great thanks god (laughs) awesome no that's 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 the thing with with with, uh with women in work and stuff like i don't believe women should have to work Oh, I think everybody should have to work. I, I, I don't think women should have to. How about this? Women already are working. Our labor just isn't valued. Having a baby, they call it labor for yeah, a fucking right. reason. And then they have to be a mom forever and they yes. never get a paycheck. That's a man problem. Women do tons of work. Women are constantly working. They're just not being valued for their fucking work. They're overworked. The woman no, is overworked. No, women aren't getting paid. No, it's not even overwork. Women aren't getting monetarily compensated for work they do. Sex yes. workers, it's yes. illegal. Call it the oldest profession, everybody, but don't pay the bitches, right? Why is there even the job of a pimp? Like we can't like monitor our own labor. But it's the thing is work is whatever humans can do. Right now we're talking, we're working, we're making a podcast, we're doing whatever. Is it fun? Yeah, we're having a good time. Are we getting paid for it? No, but it's still work. It's still labor. So the same thing with women. It's like women are constantly working. Having a baby, having a baby inside you for nine months is fucking work. Yes. And that, no one gets paid for that. No one also gets having, shit. And when you have the baby is is something that is very... Absolute, total, they call it labor for a reason. It is, and then you can't leave it on the doorstep. You got to feed the damn thing and you got to do all this stuff. But women don't work, but women shouldn't work. See, that's fucked up, man. Women are constantly working. They're just not valued for their work, which is why there's, I need 40 wives and God said that I should have 40 <laughs> wives because God forbid I know how to do anything by myself. I'm out working. It's like... And when when any when anyone washes your clothes, that's labor, it, it, that's work. I know it's women's work, but still, it should be valued. Oh, it is. Yes, and and there is I don't know. something I don't called valued in the there is something called that's got universal. There was a world a word called universal. Oh right. Well, the universal and universal could mean universal a lot of ba- basic income. That's that's a good universal. Universal universal is is uh, is a big word. The universe is in inside of it, and so universe that means something big. That is something big. Is something large. Is something grand. And when we're talking about universal and using a word like money after it, you know, universal wealth or universal universal money, stuff like that. Basic income. That's the what first to that it should go to is the women and to the African Americans. That's where it, that's the first ones that should be put onto it and well if and we're talking, but the thing is you're saying universal but for America if we're talking about America yeah definitely because we built this country on the backs of slavery yes. we couldn't have built this country without slavery like we couldn't have done it and we the, wouldn't have a country without slavery and the, the, the African Americans that came here was for generations was held back yeah, was, because was held back. literally in chains. They were literally it was, brought it was, over it was, uh, against their will. And yeah, yeah I, I was, like, I was here. I was hearing your, your last show when you guys was talking about racism and things like that. It's yeah. very ugly. And if anybody ever has any kind of questions about racism, some you should look up the Dr. Martin Luther King, and oh, that would yeah. probably clear, clear it up for you. You know, and so because of of the generations and generations of of uh, of the african-american community being stepped on they should be the first ones to get if they would like any any person they would like to be able to 
get the money, you know? We, I mean, but be, why does it money. have, I mean, why does it, I mean, why is, why does money rule our world? Yes. Like, isn't that, wasn't that one of the, they got busted, they got, because we, but we was busted out, you know, but the original, like the, the, the fucking 10 commandments when mm. you should have no other God beyond mm. me, like yes. idol worship. Aren't we, don't we worship money? I feel like we worship money now i think well, god is kind lucky, of against lucky, money if you're lucky enough to have enough around you probably would you probably would like floyd mayweather's got a lot of money he probably would be worshiping it but i don't think there's a lot of guys out there like him you know that's having that much you know in order to get in front i know if i had it i know i would you know <laughs> i would be i would get up in front of it every day you know and probably worship but i'm not I'm just a regular <laughs> person so you know i, I <clears throat> um but we still, even in our everyday, we we worship we worship idols. We worship Kim Kardashian or fucking mm. Cardi B or like we have idols that we literally we literally have American mm. idol. Like well, there's, there's a, a girl from here in San Francisco, an undiscovered talent. Her name is Jean Jean, and I wouldn't say I worship her, but I very look up to her a lot. She's uh, probably one of the most talented musicians that I've ever seen. It's a kind of house music, huh. and she sings and dances over it. You've got to see it. She's what's her well, name? Her name is Jean Jeanie. Jean Genie. Jean Genie from San Francisco. Jean Genie. Yes. And she, right. Just any day now, she's going to hit it big. She's uh, just ta- absolute talent. You've never seen nothing like this before in your life. She's uh, a beautiful girl. Her, her music, her sounds is 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 incredible. Her her uh, She has uh, an aura. She's a, a, a great speaker. And so I think that's one of the we're well, plugging out Jean Genie. Yes, from Jean SF. Genie, this, this girl. We're I met, looking I, her up. I've seen, I met her. I met her down in San. Well, I, I just caught one of her shows there in down there. She when she was in the Ferry area, it was down at the Sofa Street Ferry. She is she a, is. Are they a David Bowie tribute rock no, band? No, she's a Jean Genie. J E A N. So J E A N G E N I. Oh, because the Jean Genies are a. The Gene Genies are a group there's a, called. There's, um, there was a song by David Bowie. It was maybe it was Gene Genie or something like that. Gene Genie, similar. SF. But this. I'm group, not finding her. I am finding the Gene Genies as a David Bowie cover band. She spells oh. the last name with a J. J E A N I E. Okay. Gene J E A N. Yeah. Gene. Okay, now I found her. Yes, that, that's that's. She's the, playing um, with Peter Murphy at the chapel. Oh wow! Yes, she's. She's an incredibly talented musician. Cool. Yes, she, she does it all. something new. Yes, and so that that's uh, 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 she has a song that's called Mary, Mary, uh, and a couple of she had she has a she has a CD, and I compare it to when NWA first came out. You couldn't get you couldn't get it. You, you would have to buy it somewhere from un, from a secret, and uh-huh. she has a CD of something similar. It's a she has a similar. She has a similar setup. Some she's must be fighting over money about with somebody or something because her her CD definitely should be. You should be able to download it on iTunes or somewhere, but you can't. You can't download it anywhere. It's too exclusive. Yes, it's it's probably it's uh, probably one of the best CDs that I've ever heard. You That's know? great. Yeah, it's one. It's really really great CD. Everybody. Yes, and so. So what are your um, you've you've been in the city for a while. You want yeah. to start up this boxing thing. What do you yeah. do? What's a regular day for you? Do you have uh, like a real job or yeah. anything? Or? No, yeah, I, I, I go to I go to Fremont. 
Fremont now. So they were Fremont, right? Yeah, they were F- Fremont. F R E E M O N T. Why is yeah. it Fremont? You know why? Because there's a big mountain right there and they're not growing nothing on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's in the sun. Why not grow some weed yeah, on that? Yeah, you thing? know? <laughs> something. Like, God, ah, right? What are you doing? <laughs> so, so, you so I go to Fremont. Fremont. I go work in Fremont. Yeah, I go to work. I go to a really great, there's a really great uh, office I go to work at during the day. You know, uh, cool. I cut cable, you know, I work in. in, in uh, Making electronics, All right. electronic stuff, and so I do that. And sometimes, you know, I'll get off. I'll get off work. I'll, I'll go to a mic, or I will go down to Japantown. Sometimes I will sing a song out there and do something like Karaoke's that. Karaoke's your thing, right? Yes, I, yeah, I've been doing that a long time, and uh, I uh, go to mics and you know, wang it up. You know, get up and attempt to tell jokes. There you go. <laughs> That's what we're all doing. Yeah. So what's um, if you were to be able to play God for a second and snap mm-hmm. your fingers and make your life exactly as you wanted it right now. Uh, what would you, what would be the uh, ideal thing for that you? Would, and then, so what, what I would do there was I would put it into opening the professional boxing gym. Gotcha. And I think if I was able to snap my fingers and do that and, and let's say I had the gym right there across the street, what would happen in the sport of boxing is I believe that you would have uh certain boxers in the sport would all converge here in San Francisco. Yeah. And when I say certain boxers, I would say probably we would probably get a Canelo Alvarez here. We might get Tyson Fury here. We might get uh, Danny Garcia here. May even get Floyd Mayweather himself here. Oof. And we get the great boxing champion from here in the Bay Area, Andre Ward. We, we, we'd come here. I sparred with Andre Ward when he was just a little boy. I had about twenty. I had three about three or four pro fights, and he was only thirteen years old at the time. Wow. And so you know, he was doing pro fighting at thirteen. Yeah, yes, Andre Ward was one of the most talented boys ever been there with. He and so, you know, um, we went in there and sparred with him before, and uh, and so he, he's 13 years old. I was about 20 years old. And he was he was just a little tiny bit bigger than me, you know. And he was 13. <laughs> yeah. 13 That's year crazy. old kid. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But the boy could fight. He was going out into the silver gloves that year, I guess. And so he stopped there at the gym, him and Virgil, and they they. Uh, uh, we got a few rounds of sparring in there, you know. Nice. And so, but I think yes, they they all, the uh, boxing community during around the whole world, maybe even the whole country, have, have heard the name Joey Garcia before. You know? Cool. It's because I've been fought on TV about seven times. Fought, awesome. Been to the finals of a national championship right before the the '96 Olympic Games. Wow. Yes, I was one of you know one of. Uh, an Olympic hopeful during those those, those years. You know? Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and so you know, and so I have have a uh, that's I guess like training every day. Specialty that's like ex- expertise. You know, yes. yeah, that's like that's like that's like your full time job. It's like eight hours yeah, a day it was, of training. It's maybe, but even when you think about everything you eat, like everything is really yes. regimented once you're really training. And one one of the biggest things that takes it out of you, it takes it out of you. Sure, they want to do it is is when you leave home and and go to another state for a week or two or whatever and you're like this is what i'm doing this for it's like, well, and when you come back you're like, oh, i just want to be home huh <laughs> yeah i'm i i'm leaving on a little comedy tour for uh, for um i'll be gone for 12 days oh wow and that's a pretty long time for me yeah. to be away from this place it's oh my like gosh. almost two weeks i'm like oh my god what am i gonna do but yeah. i think it'll be fun i'll have yeah. a good time i'm not too worried yeah yeah but still i always worry the place is gonna burn down <laughs> uh this has been really great yeah Thanks so much for Yo, being on Some Call Me Tim. Thank you so much. So, 
you get, get this boxing thing together. Yeah. I say start with kids because that's where you can get the grant funding. If you could mm. write a grant together and be like, boxing gym, kids in the yes. mission, and, 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 kids and in Hunter's Point, get them off the street, get them out of their house. And no, ma- and no matter where I do or where I travel or how I do it, that will be always something that will I will always do because it was done for me. Right. And and so and pay it forward, pay it back. And so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, will, I will. I always. I will always have my arms my arms open up to uh, to little boys poor, but girls poor. no girls you no know? girls in boxing <laughs> says Joey Vegas yeah it's no so, girls it, it was it's like boxing is a man's sport is fair enough from, I mean from the from the very beginning I don't want to get hit in the face <laughs> I I don't I don't no, like yeah, getting hit in the it's face not, it's not for a woman I've gotten hit in the face a couple times mostly by the concrete because I used to skateboard <laughs> comes up at you quickly yeah it hurts it hurts to hit the ground I tell you what I don't like it I don't like breaking my nose I don't like that I've had that happen yeah, no, that'd be awful if someone broke your nose there was yeah. a I'll, I'll close on this there was a comedian years ago uh, he wanted to have comedians box and then do sets like uh, like do a comedy set and then box oh, and then uh, whoever wins gets to do another comedy set something <laughs> like that and I was like I was afraid to do it because he was like I know who I want you to fight and I was like oh, uh, I think this is going to be an insurance issue and that's yeah. what it came down to oh, is uh, he was like we can't we, he couldn't find any place to hold it because yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an insurance issue with girls and guys uh, and it was basically like you know taking a taking two people who would not be matched together and matching them up and then making them fight so it's like like a huge person like Brandon Stokes and like a little Uh comedian like Zach Wiseman that's not fair (laughs) but they wanted me to fight this one girl and we were pretty like similarly sized but I kind of had to have a come to Jesus thought about it with like I don't want to fight her because I have no reason to fight her and I don't want either of us to get hurt I felt like we either one of us could easily get hurt because we're two competitive women, and if we were fighting each other, but I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm an old lady. No, yeah. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get punched in the face. I don't want to get punched in the kidney. I don't want to get punched. Fair enough. Girls yes. don't box or do. I mean, hey, if you like being punched in the face, it is a great workout for for the woman. That that's yeah, our, it, it, out. it is it is a really really great workout, but. When you take the next next forward and you enter the ring, is is something different that you're entering it, and is is something that. So you also wouldn't agree with women being in active duty in the military. There's well, some I, um, there's some people that are against. So women have been able to fight in active duty, and there's a lot of people that say women should never be fighting on the front lines of any war. Yeah. Some people say that. I don't know. And I, for me, I I do not believe we have a need for a military anymore. Good for you. And, you know, I think that as as we have Oumuamua approaching, or we have something approaching, it's coming. There's there's uh, there's no need to. We, we don't need to. We don't need to put out other people's fights or other, other people's wars anymore. Yeah, I agree. We, with we that. are all we are all on the same page. We're all living on the same planet. Yeah, I, and it's I'm 100 percent down with and, that. And we 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 don't need to be pointing guns at people. And if you can. Look, remember the movie, the movie Platoon. Remember uh, Bunny. Yeah. Remember Bunny the way he was going in there and 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 was beating people with his butt his rifle and all that stuff. That's some. That's ugly. We don't. We don't need to talk to people like that. We don't need. Where there's no fear of communism. You might be here right now. We might be have living. I communists love right now. communists. Yeah. Love them. I. I'm a we communist. Still, we're still breathing the same air. It's, Absolutely. You're still working. It's not. It's. Uh, and in America, we get to talk about communism and and think about it as. 
think about Marxism and think about socialism and yeah, think this, about all kinds of things. Yes, and it, it's we're free to do that. Yes, we expect to express stuff. your opinion and and do and to do things like that. But we don't have to be sending bombs everywhere and and be. We, we, we have we've had enough violence here in this country, and it needs to stop. Leave the violence in the ring. Yes. Thanks so much, well, Joey thank Vegas. You, thank you. This I has been being here. great fun. I've enjoyed you here as well. Thank you guys for listening to Some Call Me Tim. Uh, we'll take a tiny little break, and we might be back with Zach Wiseman, depending on what he's doing with his life right now. Thanks so much, Joey Vegas. Thank you. Thank you. We learned a lot about boxing thank and you, Catholicism. Thank you, thank you. Yay! <laughs>
Mutiny Radio listeners, we are coming back in a second with Zach Wiseman and Joey Vegas in that first hour. And now we have the lovely, the very funny, great cook, Zach Wiseman. Hey, Zach. Hi, Internet. How are you doing today, Internet? Um, so What's up, you you love you love your new job, huh? I do like my new job. It's you a, sell it's a good out, job. You fucking coward. I know. I fucking. <laughs> I've almost quit like ten times. I'm using now. your own words against you. It's fucking horrible. You get a, You have a W two now. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna fucking uh, fake my death and uh, become a different. Wait. Uh, can we delete this? We need yeah, to start over now. Sure, yeah. Oops. Um, I don't know. I do feel guilty about it. Uh, that's you could actually pay your rent now. Um, I could. I think I'll just go be homeless instead. (laughs) I'm yeah. I don't know. I don't like doing it. I fucking. You're good at it. People like you there. That means nothing to me. Uh, I I hold on one second. One second. I got to pee in my mouth. Oh, (laughs) Zach Wiseman, funny man. Uh, we are now co-workers at the best bar in the universe. It's funny because he doesn't drink. He's not taking advantage of his half-price drinks that we get as a perk for working at the amazing Benders 806 South Venice. It's a dream come true for me. I've been there for almost a year now. Dream come fucking true. All this. And I, I really I enjoy cooking very much. Uh, Jonathan's birthday is this Saturday. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're having a party at Bender's on Sunday in the afternoon. If you want to come, I'm making. Okay, I'll do that. I'm Sunday doing like afternoon. bratwursts and I'm making. I'm making homemade pretzels. Really? He likes soft pretzels. Yeah. That sounds fucking great. So that's why I'm making all the soft pretzels because Jake's letting me use the kitchen. So I'm gonna make all the soft pretzels now, like the dough's in the refrigerator right now for some of them. Have you made soft pretzels before? Yeah, absolutely. God, that's so good. And I then, love soft pretzels. I do too. And then um, I'm going to, today I'm going to leave here, I'm going to go to Gross Out and buy all of the um, multiple mustards <laughs> and some more um, some more flour because I'm out of flour and I need to make more dough. So. God, I love soft pretzels. I know, everyone does. So I'm going to make 60 big soft pretzels. I'm, I'm going to bring some of that up. fake cheese. I love that fake cheese on soft well, pretzels. We can use the really good Bender's cheese probably. I have a thing for fake cheese. Oh, okay, like spray can, spray can cheese. No, not that cheese. It's like the the big tins of like jalapeno. You've cheddar done dip. that here before. You've opened it's them and eaten them. And not even left that cheese. Not even that's too real. I like the faker cheese, the one that comes in like a tin can. God, it's so good. Not the Fritos one that comes in the glass jar that you've no, had here no, before. No, no, glass is too classy. Yeah. I need the fucking tin can like army issue right. fake cheese. Potted meat. It's so good. Potted meat, little Vienna sausages in a little can. No, I hate those things. I hate most fake shit, but that fake cheese really gets me. Is it because nacho fetish as a child, or? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I used to live in uh, rural Alaska, so like, uh, I didn't know oranges could be good for the first portion of my life. What did you think they were all just mealy and grainy and confusing? I thought it was just like uh, a fruit with uh, like a slightly sweet uh, liquid inside, just slightly sweet liquid. Kind of bland. I don't know. It was not good. They were not good oranges. Because they were transported. I just never had like a really sweet tart orange before. Hmm. You don't get good uh, produce in rural Alaska. When did you move from Alaska? When I was 27. So you stayed there for a while before you. Yeah. Wow. 
You stayed in Alaska. Uh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know ambition was a thing. You, you know what I mean? I didn't know you could do things. I remember once uh, asking somebody if they thought I could do stand-up comedy. And they're like, yeah, but it wasn't like a, a real thing you could go and do. You know Because there's mean? no stand-up in Alaska. I mean, yeah, yeah, none whatsoever. Like, people have a hard enough time when they're in a place that has open mics. You know what I mean? I would right. have to take two planes to get to an open mic. That's you know? hilarious. So. so, And you couldn't start. It's too small of a town to be like, let's start comedy up here. Yeah, yeah. nobody would get it. It wouldn't fucking work. Are, are, were you friends with, like, natives? Uh, yeah, or is it just all? I mean, uh, uh, Bethel, the town I was, I grew up in. I wasn't born there, but I grew up there. I think it was a uh, majority natives. The I think there were a majority of the population. It's only like three thousand people, but I think it's wow. Native. So you were a big fish in a small pond. You were no fish. Yeah, you yeah, weren't yeah. a fish. There I was, was no not pond. A fish, no pond. No pond. Just, just snow. Flopping around on the tundra. <laughs> How? Why? Why do people live up there? What's the purpose? The purpose? There's no. I Is mean, it just I don't know where else to live? I ended up in Alaska. Does everybody work on like crapping well, what, boats? Are, are you talking about like the natives that have lived there for like generations, or like the? What are they doing there too? So like, uh, uh, white people live up there to escape the law. Ah. Uh, because actually, there's a uh, quite to a few. To escape the law. I know a few guys like that. But there's actually an inordinate amount of, like, really smart people that live in Bethel because they're just, like, sick of the world. And that's about, like, as far as you want to go. Uh, and still, you can still, like, get stuff. You know what I mean? Right. There's still seaplanes that yeah, bring in, you, you like... Yeah, you can still get stuff. You know, you can fucking whatever. But, so if you go farther north in Alaska, you, you hunt. To, yeah, you have to hunt fish. You can and things if you, if during you the warmer go, months. go, like, buy a gun, you have to uh, take a boat to Bethel and then buy it. You know what I mean? So... Or you could just kill a bear with your bare hands. Yeah, and make his bones into a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that shoots his teeth. <laughs> That's brilliant. Gun. That's brilliant. A bear gun. I miss your bear cum joke. You haven't done your bear cum joke in a really long time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I haven't done it much at all. It's fun. It's a fun joke it's to do. It's a fun joke. Yeah. People. I basically. I'm vomiting I just, bear semen. I basically just uh, <laughs> wrote my own aristocrats joke and then put like a, uh, put like context to it or like a, a point. Right. It's fun. It's fun. I like to do it. I did an Aristocrats show here once, and it was not. It wasn't as successful as I was hoping for. The people's stories weren't as right well, involved. I was like, "Do you don't get? Did you not get what the what the people don't do? A, a, most comics don't do any writing that isn't their own jokes. You know, they don't uh, like to write for things. I've noticed, which is stupid. Just write. Write for the thing. Right for the thing. There used to be a show that, um, and I actually need to email him, Dustin Hempstead, because he moved up to Seattle. He had a show here where he gave you the topics the night before, and it was the top 10 things or top 20 things trending on Twitter. Right. And so you didn't know what, but those are the only things you could talk about. Right. So I actually wrote and memorized a shit ton of jokes, because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. I got to this show. Actually, one of the only compliments I've ever gotten from. Um, he used to run the. It wasn't the setup, but it was. It was he used to do a thing at the dark, the dark room. And he used to have a show, and. Anyways, he said, "Oh, Pam, that was really good. You like wrote. You actually wrote jokes." And I was like, "I always, always, I always write jokes. These are just topical jokes." I think. Right, but what yeah. people would do with this show is they would get lazy because they were projected on the room, so they wouldn't prepare at all. Yeah. And then they'd be like. Oh, here's what I have to talk about yeah, and they just yeah. sort of like wing it whereas I like <clears throat> wrote jokes wrote jokes and like then memorized them like a goddamn professional and I memorized them 
I was like, but of course I'm fucking funny. Yeah. That's the it's the worst it's the worst and least like worthy slur to ever say to a comedian is you're not you're not funny. It's like yeah. really? Is that what you're that's you have you have so little you have so few ways to offend me mm-hmm. that you choose to go for the very easiest thing, which is to say I'm not funny, which is like like please yeah. like my self-esteem is is that low that it's going to be shattered by a 24 year old's ramblings on stage yeah. what are you trying that's to be the best funny from like what? audiences that aren't paying attention it's like some table full of drunks and then you're like hey shut up and they're like hey be funny and you're like dude you're retarded you're a retarded uh, Monday at Delirium was a shit show hell yeah it was and uh did you so you did a setup there uh-huh. at some point too I must have left at that point sadly. no you were there you are just drunk I wasn't drunk. I only had three beers. I had three beers the whole day. You don't remember that I was there? I mean, you must have been drunk. I guess it was the third beer that Nick Scarpino bought me. I mean, yeah, because you said you love me and you're yelling from... Yeah, I mean, you were there and you were engaging me. Oh, okay. And then I I must have left right after. Oh, yeah, I think so. But you were there for my set. Okay. Well, so you know what a shit show it was, and everybody yeah, was yelling, show. and nobody yeah. was paying attention. It's always that, though. I like it for that. Yeah, me too. You can get them, but it's hard. I got them. Yeah, I got them. Nice, nice. But I did. The, I did all the cheers. It's not hard to get them with the cheers because it's yeah. like I'm being loud without the microphone, and I'm making them interact with me. Mm-hmm. So. And you like, I think it's pretty easy to get them for. Um, you can get them for like little windows of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. really hard to get them for like five minutes. Sure. You can get them for a minute or two. Yeah. That was that's that's always a fun show. Warhol. It's so funny because it's Warhol's show, but he never he never hosts hosts it. Yeah, yeah. And he never really books it either. He sort of books it in like if he sees you the week before out anywhere, he's like, "Do you want a set?" And then he forgets that he asked you that you to do a set. Dope. And then if you show up anyways and you didn't ask you to do a set, you can still do a set. So it's like, okay, why are we calling it a book show? What are we? What's the guys behind this one? It's yeah, I don't know. Pulling back the veil. It's a fun show though. It's a fun show. It. I like it too. I just wish that their beers weren't so expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's why. Why don't so you don't drink? I used to drink. I don't drink anymore. Ever again? I mean, I'd have a few beers, but I'm not. I'm not trying to get wasted. You don't. Really yeah, like it's it. just not your thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I beat alcoholism. You know, whatever. <laughs> I, I hey, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a happy drunk. I'm yeah, like I used to be a real bad drunk. I was a fucking train wreck. Yeah. Yo, god, yeah. Like sleeping under cars. I woke up on top of a building naked, on the roof of a building naked, and I don't know how I got up there, but I know I had to climb the, uh, this pipe. I had to scale this pipe down the building. And you had no clothes. You were completely naked still. Yeah. No, I, their clothes were up there too. But oh, okay. Like, so you just took your clothes off when you were on the roof. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm guessing. Whatever. But it was just a, like I'd been drinking out at this bar and then I don't remember leaving the bar and then I left the bar and I climbed that building, I guess. Uh, And so I just climbed down the building after I put my clothes on and uh, went back to that bar. Wow. Start drinking again. And they served you. Yeah. Yeah. It was was in Vegas, so they don't really care. Same bar one time. uh, I went drinking in the bar and then I passed out across the street in some like tall grass. And uh, the next day I woke up in that tall grass, went back to the bar, right? And the bartender saw me wake up from the grass and walk to the bar and still serve me. Wow. Don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. And drinks are cheap there because it's alcohol is practically free everywhere else. Yeah, so yeah. if you're paying uh-huh. for alcohol. Yeah, and plus like people you know will be you don't gambling. Have a gambling like problem. every bar has video poker. So uh. you get to comp people drinks. And if somebody's playing a lot of video poker and not drinking, they'll just give you that person's comp drinks if you know, if they're like your friend. So I would wow. do it. And I knew all the bartenders. Of course you did. And then I was drunk constantly. 
Oh, man. Vegas sounds like fun. It's hell. So when you were living in Vegas, did you actually have a place to stay? Or um, were you... For a while. Uh, and then I got kicked out for being a drunk. And then uh, I lived in my car for a little while. And then I crashed it drunk. And then I slept on this dude's couch for a little while. And then I left. And then that's when you moved out here. Uh-huh. So you beat alcoholism. That's amazing. Yeah, LSD. Acid made you quit drinking. Yo, it worked. I mean, I can have a couple drinks and I don't really want to get fucking drunk. Uh-huh. That's, that's not supposed to happen. You know what I mean? And it, what was it? This acid trip? You saw God or something? Like you felt you were like... It wasn't even like a it, specific one. Uh, I was kind of unaware of... Uh, I just like... No, like, it was when I was homeless out here, so, like, uh, there was that underlying, like, need to be aware of your surroundings. Ah. Because you're, like, homeless. You can't be drunk because people will fuck with you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, if you're sleeping on the street and so you're passed just, out because you're wasted, yeah, that's just in the back of my take head. Take your stuff. And, uh, and I was doing a lot of acid, and then, um, I now I just don't. Just don't drink. I just don't. Good for you. Yeah, I don't feel like it. it's a waste of money, yeah. It, it is a it is a colossal waste of money. Yeah, that's true. I should save up all my alcohol. But that's the thing is, you work in a bar and you don't drink, which is funny. That's one of the only things that gets me through is I'm like, oh, I get to drink while I'm here. Right. I love it. That's a good job. It. People are fun. You know, I, there's not one shitty person there, so. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what are you painting right now? Uh, it's going to be an elephant. Oh, that's nice. Psychedelic elephant. Psychedelic elephant. I'm yeah. painting psychedelic elephant. With uh, multiple trunks. trunks. Uh-huh. You pull the trunk and the light doesn't go on. Uh-huh. And then you try to... That's from Breakfast Club. And he's like, I pulled it. I pulled a trunk and the light didn't go on. I don't get it. It was Anthony Michael Hall when he's... Everyone's talking about what got them into the... Um, into detention for the breakfast club and right. he's talking about how he took a shop class and it was supposed to be so easy. It was supposed to be an easy A and so you were supposed to make this lamp and he made this elephant lamp and when you pull the trunk the trunk the light is supposed to go on but you pull the trunk and nothing happened and so he he got he had a failing grade or something and he's like so he brought a flare gun to school because he was going to kill himself and then everyone's like with a flare gun <laughs> and the and the principal found it and so that's why he got detention that's the the Breakfast Club, the one movie that hasn't been remade yet. Yet. Like Dumbo's Give being remade. Mark. Dumbo's being remade. Speaking of elephants. Have you seen that? The original one, of the course. Remake. No, no, not yet. I don't see movies in theaters. I'm a poor person. Who does? I mean, I'll wait till it comes out on Netflix. I'm very patient. Uh, my buddy turned me on to this scam. He would uh, call movie theaters and say he was uh, a rep from another movie theater or something like that landmark cinemas perhaps. yeah 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 and he said I'm coming through to like do some inspection shit and they would just be like okay what's your name and then he would go to movies like that That's so he'd good, go right? up to the front thing and be like no, no, hi he'd I'm call from- him he'd call ahead and be like hey this is blah 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 from blah 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 I'm coming through to do an inspection and I'm gonna be here there later today it's me and uh, well, one co-worker or something like that and he would uh it worked. And what would he wear, like oh, coveralls or something? No, just like I think nice clothes. I'm not sure. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go with him. Yeah, this is, I just that's a him, great idea. I just heard him make the phone call one day, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I'm going to the movies later." <laughs> ah, yeah. My trick has always been um, if you want to go see some swanky um, ballet or theater stuff, you just wear black, and then stand like kind next of like door. stand next to the door, and then when the um, 
when the lights go down, you just take an available seat, and then also you look down farther, and you see for halftime right. or for the second act what seats are open down there. And then the right. same thing, you just go fill the seat. No one says as long as you look like you know what you're doing. No one really says yeah, anything. Yeah, that's pretty effective. You know, and it, or use the name Linda. Linda. Linda sent me. Linda from accounting. You don't know Linda? There's always Linda's, yeah. Do you not know Linda? Linda. Yeah, she's the one with the candy on her desk. <laughs> you got to give them a specific. That's yeah, just one detail. Just one, one detail. detail. Aren't up. you the one that oh. liked to be Jackson Carlson? <laughs> Carlson with a K? Yeah, works. One detail. <laughs> one detail. That's just weird enough that yeah, they go, no, okay, oh, okay. Sure. sure. I'll sign that ticket. Mm-hmm. Jackson sure. Carlson with a K. Carlson with a K. Yeah, you can't go too far. You can't be like... Sniff yeah. my butts, sir. Yeah, absolutely, because too many lies, you sound like a liar. Right. You know what I mean? Liars ex- like paragraph you. You know? Sure. You three, three concise fucking things, and they're like, well, okay, sure, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, right. I mean, I People are dumber than we think. Yeah. Can't disprove that, so get in there, champ. Show. <laughs> and who really cares, anyways? Yeah. Some people really fucking care. I don't know why. Like when I'm uh, hopping Bart or whatever, uh, most people just like. Give me dirty looks or pretend like they don't see me or whatever. You Some taught me the super. Say, what? You taught me the super thing, which is when you're coming over from um, East Bay, you just make sure that you have the least amount on your ticket. So right now I think oh. it's like a dollar seventy-five. There's a better one. And then you go, you get out and embark Darrow, and then you take the elevator, and it, you just walk out through Muni because I have a Muni pass. So. Okay, check this out. Yeah. It's Civic Center and Powell. They have an elevator system set up now, where on the ground uh, entrance level, uh, you know, just the fucking take down the stairs down to the whatever you know you're in the in the station uh they have an elevator that goes uh to muni and also to bart the platforms and you just get on because you're supposed to pay before you get on the elevator sure you can just get on the elevator they never ask you for anything and then you just hop on but then when you get off you take the same elevator Oh, but at, at a different place? Yeah, at a different place. You just hop the thing. It's very... Nobody ever stops you leaving the station, but they can kind of stop you. Well, and I guess you could just go out the little swingy door. Yeah, yeah. I mean... The yep. little door that people take the bikes out of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The emergency exit, whatever thing. Yeah. yeah you can push that. See, because I always... I never really do shows over in Oakland, and I never definitely don't do open mics, because I'm like, I'm not going to pay 10 fucking bucks. Yeah, just steal $11 it. round trip to, to go it. Well, and I, I pay for my Muni Pass every month, so using their little elevator scam thing is, is pretty fun. Yeah, just take the elevator all the way down. Civic Center or Powell. Both have it. Beautiful. Sweet. You, now you guys know the trick. Another trick I learned from Keith D is the banana trick huh. for Safeway. Huh. So you buy whatever you want, you go through self-checkout, and you tag in the weight for bananas. So you could get like, because bananas are like, you know. 15, oh. 30 cents a pound so or whatever. Just, beep, beep, and weigh everything as a banana. You weigh things, yes. So you go and you That's get like... really good. Right? D, thank you. So you go and get like... And it looks like you paid for everything. It looks like you paid for everything because you put in bananas. And so then you've got all your... You just bought all these... I mean... So you could buy like, you know, deli meat with key and bananas. They see you put it on the shelf, so obviously you paid... Obviously you paid for it and you drew it in self-checkout. That's really good. I'm going to go do that fucking right now. Yes, bananas. You can I borrow a dollar? Bananas. I need a dollar. <laughs> so that you could buy like a sandwich or something. Yeah, you could do it with whatever. You just you just weigh it out as bananas and then you walk out the door with your receipt. And they don't... They Nobody don't. will ever fucking think... And especially if you're using your food stamps too. Do you do you have the stamps? 
Uh, not anymore. I, oh. They lapsed, and I just got a job at Vendors, and I didn't fucking re-get them. Yeah. You're still poor enough, though. I'm super poor. Yeah, you're poor enough to get them. Fucking poor. Poor Zach. Yeah, poor, poor old Zach. Poor Zach. <laughs> yeah, you're doing pretty well for yourself, though. I mean, from from 27-year-old burgeoning alcoholic in Bethel, uh, Alaska, to working stand-up comedian slash painter slash hobo artist. I've accomplished nothing. You've accomplished so much. Come on. Well, and you live here. Well, you already have a culinary degree. That was the thing I saw recently. CCSF has a culinary program and I live here so it's free. You should do it. Not that I like need a fucking piece of paper to tell me that I know all my but knife other, cuts. But other people. But other people do. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm like, I work at Bender's, they're going to be like, well, that's cool. But that mm-hmm. that's not going to get me into like central kitchen not that i'm looking to do fine dining right now yeah but i mean yeah not that like i have that. time you just gotta do just if it's free it. you should do it yeah i'm like do i have you would crush it you would crush it pam it would be it'd so be fun yeah. i'd have the best time too yeah it'd yeah be fun. it'd be fun well this has been fun cool uh, I had fun hey you keep painting we're gonna be back next week with i don't remember who it is i do remember i should remember i love that guy i love that guy yeah i know some guy and then after, yeah, there's people. Maria Dipoladudis, she's in two weeks. She was on the Pantastics last week, and she was funny. And I didn't even know who she was. I was like, sort of like sight unseen people that I've been trusting. And I'm like, oh, and they're good. Well, that's great. Yeah, that's okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. But one of the things I'll tell you, I got a little, I got a little butt hurt. I know you don't pay it. No one, I shouldn't pay attention to the internet. And the internet is dumb. Mm-hmm, and true. it's not meaningless. And it isn't real. Yep, but true. a also. comic put out a thing. They said who are the most supportive comics in SF? And I'm one of the only people that wasn't tagged. And I was like, I'm a little butthurt about this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be specific, but I, I was like, name names. Am I not? How am I not supportive? I'll cut their throats. No, I'm just surprised. I'm like, I joke workshop is the most supportive yeah. thing that exists. You do a lot for the community, Pam. I don't know. And I'm not and I think it's just recently it's that I've been yelling at people because I just am not going to take it anymore yeah and so people don't like it when they, people don't like it when other people get yelled at but even We're when they're even when they deserve to get yelled at and I listened to that podcast and I was like so proud of myself <laughs> I was so proud of myself I call I I was funny I called them little daffodils I I called it and the, it basically came down about it's about two dollars I want my two dollars I mean I yeah. hate to be like I want my two dollars, but I do. I need the two dollars, cause yeah, not every time. You don't have to give me $2. not every time, but some of the times, yeah. especially when I know that their parents make that they, they, they don't have real jobs and that their parents take care of them, and it's oh, like, yeah, and yeah. you don't have two dollars for yeah, me, and I'm working really, really hard, but I'm not supportive, so that's cool. Yeah, well, you're not supportive enough, man. I'm, I'm not supportive you enough. Get it. <laughs> I gave you five dollars once. You, you fucking bitch! You should have gave me seven. <laughs> Do you want some pot food? Give me pot food, you bitch! Yeah, you could have some. This is the this is the new. It's the I put it in the bread dough. I put it in the pretzel dough. That sounds good. All right, hey, see you guys next week. Thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. Press that donate button. Give me your two dollars. I'll give you two dollars, Pam. Oh, you don't need to. You're the last. See, that's the thing. You're such a kind individual. You, you're the last person that needs to give me two dollars. He who lives in a yeah, I was gonna I say there's no. Like if you're gonna scrub it, you're the type of guy that'd be like, well, you know, I found four quarters on the ground. Is that good enough? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Don't give it to me. Keep that for something else. Ew, my poison's dirty. Now I remember your jokes from Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did you my poison sturdy, which I like very much. I like that joke. Thank you very much. Yeah.
Okay. Yay. Yay, Zach Wiseman. Thank you again, Joey Vegas. Bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long. With your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. 
Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or 
You can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Mutiny Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? 
will gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control. Best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. 
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San...
know she's dead, don't you? All I know is the letter says she'll be alive until 3 a.m. Sure you ain't been tailed, man?
Anybody know who the boy is? His name was Charla Russell. I'm his mother. He's only 10 years old. <laughs>